Live from the Paragon 7 Studios, you are listening to the Lunch Day Radio Network. Paragon 7 give up everything and T. Marshall Kelly had a conversation with me and I feel like it literally changed the trajectory of my life Wow! wow. because he kind of poured into me at a time where I needed somebody to do that and, and you know you hear stories when I think you would go on Facebook and we yeah. all felt that he, he touched us personally. Right. Yes. And then you go on Facebook, and there are like 300 other people that tell right. the exact same story that you did and I just did. Yeah. That I was at a low point. I needed counsel. I needed guidance. And this man poured into me. And that's when you really see the legend. And we have a lot of preachers in, in the Oakwood community. If you're listening to, to Lance J Plus, if you're listening um, on the radio, a lot of preachers have come through these hollow grounds. And they got a lot of accolades. Now, my grandfather got a lot of accolades. E. Cleveland got a lot of accolades. But it's the people that do it in silence that yeah. it's a little different. Because you didn't know that he was doing this for, for hundreds of other people no. until after his passing. No. And, 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 the true, and the true mastery of it is that somebody like a T. Marshall Kelly made you feel like you're the only, like you're one. only one. Like you're literally the right. only person. Yeah. His level of attention it, to interpersonal relationships when literally thousands, tens of thousands, hundreds right. of thousands of people knew who he was. Right. Yes. That, that, I mean, and, and I think it's the intentionality, Carlin, also, yeah. because it's not like he would just pour into you and that'd be it. Right. right. He would literally follow, up, follow with up with you. Yes. you. He's going to follow up with and you. And it's just like to hear that he'd right. done that for so many people, right. it's just yeah. like yeah. mind boggling. Yeah, it's mind boggling. Um, and to your point, to, and, and honestly, I know you were teasing your granddad, but. Saying that T. Marshall Kelly is the greatest person I, you know. I used to tell my granddad that to face all the time. <laughs> I mean, and, and, and one of the things that I loved about him also is he was probably one of the most humble friends. dudes. They were very good friends. Oh, yeah. yeah. Elder Kelly was very super humble, friends. too. Like, yeah. just real kind of. Yeah. Like, how many people I, have you ever met? I'm just a regular guy, kind of yeah. like an energy. Yeah, every man quality. How, how many people have you ever met where literally it feels like the whole world is singing their song, but he's not like pumping his right. chest up and no. going, like, you know. Definitely. And, and approachable, you know, some of the, the great preachers, not necessarily easy to approach them on a personal level. And, and he was so approachable. And even into his 90s, I mean, he was still checking in on me. And, and I think, you know, I would keep in touch with him until maybe the last couple of years as, as his health started to decline. But um, yeah, just a phenomenal person and an amazing human being. And um, I, I know that, that this is a man... That, that is going, he's going straight to the kingdom. Do yeah. not pass code. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do not collect $200. <laughs> like this man is, I had, or, or some of the comments. Are we know, sure he's not the, translated? Exactly. <laughs> some of the comments, I saw the word translation in the comments about his death like five or six times. They're like, do you think that maybe God just came and like Enoch him, like just raptured him and said, you know what, you're going straight to heaven. Like, I wouldn't, going, I wouldn't argue that if somebody amazing. said, if somebody I, I wouldn't said argue that, it either. I'd be like, okay, yeah. I mean, so I mean, that's a that's a great legacy. Uh, not quite as good of a legacy, but 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 the men's ambassadors, the blackout tonight, yeah. we, we know the players, 
we we know Jude Prophet. We know Edmund Stewart. Let's get we, it on. We know these guys. Let's what do they have it. to do? We know we know that Coach Anderson from Fisk is going to have something cooked up. You got a rowdy crowd. This is what we envisioned when, when we went to do this, the, the big crowds, the yes. big moments. Um, what's going to happen tonight? What what are the keys for, for our Oakland ambassadors to, to, to get a W and finish a difficult season but on a high note? I would, I would say a lot of it is one of the things that I've noticed about them in their games is they get kind of taken out of their game facts. pretty easily. Big facts. And like, really easily. And <laughs> Extremely easily. I, I just kind of feel like they have the talent. I think that's yeah, what's yeah. frustrating for both for all three Absolutely. of us, if, if, if yes. I'm being honest, yes. is that we see that they have the talent to be able to compete at a high level against most of these teams that they're playing. Right. So their 4-20 record is more just indicative of how they just kind of, I would say, uh, come apart basically, right? right? Unravel. <laughs> at, at, a Unravel. at a fundamental basketball fold, level, one. fold like origami. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. At, at a fundamental basketball level, from the lap, from the game in Nashville, um, one, they can't turn the ball over. Our guys should have. Well, they, they can, they can, will it do? <laughs> no, what I mean is that I mean, we, they if can, they want to win, they want to win, but they, if they, they, they definitely win. can't turn the ball over. They can't turn the ball over. Also, too, they can't take long stretches without scoring. Yeah, I agree with that. I mean, there was a time, what was it, like a four or six-minute yeah, stretch? Yeah, it was almost like a six-minute stretch without a yeah. score. Yeah, you can't And a lot, of it, a lot of it revolves around Edmund Stewart. I mean, when right. he's not able to get to his spots, it and, just all seems to fall apart. And look, we, you know, we may not come back. Tomorrow's never promised. So right. let's just go on and say it. The rotation wasn't quite like the right combination of Oakland right. players didn't ever feel like it was on the floor at the same time. At the same time. Right? Yeah. You, right. Again, you said it best. They, they have talent. They right? do have they, a lot of talent. They have a lot of talent. A lot of but talent. I, I don't feel like I've seen it on the floor at Even the same some of their time. guys coming off the bench, you know, Nick Kennard's a, a really good shooter. Kennard's Steven good. Arrow's a good shooter. Yeah, yeah. I mean, they have guys that, that come off the bench that can shoot. You know, I love Chris Davis and energy that he always brings. We were just talking about we you, were just Dean, talking man. About you. We, were, we were just talking about you. We got we got we got Bobby Mann who's the, who's Bobby the dean yo, yo, yo. of of Edwards Hall just just passing by showing the us dean. a little bit of the love. The dean. I like that. That's probably so his he name. watches watches these young men. Um deans are so important. I'm going to tell a story again and I went to, to high school together and, and and Dean Lawrence Perry, you want to talk about men that were instrumental in our growth and development. Now, unlike T. Marshall Kelly, Lawrence Perry was not going to give uh, any any motivational speeches. <laughs> but, but what he did do is he gave us a great example of a father and a husband and someone yes. that was engaged with, with his sons and daughters and someone that was real and someone that was honest. And, and we loved him for that. So I, yeah. I, I love you, Dean Perry, if you're out there listening, man. And rest much, in peace. Much rest in peace, Larry, man. That's LP, man. Rest in peace. No, My listen. Big bro. Dean Perry was one of... I remember telling somebody um, that man literally raised me. Um, he was right. literally my dean when I was at Pine Forge for four years. Um, and to James's point, like not traditionally, but in terms of the things that mattered, right? Right? Like the man loved his wife fiercely. Right. Life loved, was was very loved involved with his kids' lives. Right. Life. You know what I'm saying? He was just he did life well. Right. You know what I mean? And so. Is one of the things I just said. I want to be like that. And he cared have, about. He cared about us, man. Yeah. About us. And still found the time to figure a way to right. balance all of it. Right. My freshman year, the assistant dean in the dorm just quit, like a month and a half before the right. school year ended. And right. Dean Perry didn't complain. Mm. Got up every day. Was there at like? I think somebody dropped a deuce like on his door though. Yeah. So I, I, he did, he didn't just quit like he was kind of forced out. <laughs> we were 
we're not. I'm not gonna name no names. I don't want to get sued, but I, I think I think that there were bodily fluids that that were that were thrown That's at terrible. him. I think I think That's we terrible. pushed him to his right. breaking point. And, and he was and he was dealing with an, an oncology situation. So he was. You only tell him part of the story. I know, but what I'm we saying were, is, we were, we were not we were not T. Marshall Kelly type of children. <laughs> but no, we were not we were not we were not going on that trajectory. But I think the point that I was trying to make is Dean Perry stayed consistent. He yes, still he cared about yes, us in that difficult time. Like, yes, he could have been like, screw this, I'm he out. He definitely could have. But he didn't. Yeah, so, yeah. much love to the deans. Yeah, Absolutely. The yeah, people man. that dedicate their lives to pouring into young people. And, you know, that's part of the, the HBCU experience. I think yep. that we talk all the time between the three of us. We talk about Coach Prime. We talk about the differences between going to a small HBCU versus going to Alabama or going to UT or something like that. There's a level of, of personal um, mentoring that you get at, at HBCUs and some of these smaller schools that you can't get at a state school. No. You know, you're just another number. And um, right. and I see, I just look in this gym, I see so many people that, that I've known over the years. I see so many people that have, that have poured into young individuals. And, and there's just an energy in this building tonight that's beautiful. And it's, it's not... It's not the energy, Carlin, that you get at Michigan. You can't or, or get even it at anywhere Duke. else. It's just, it, you just can't get it anywhere else. It's the HBCU experience. experience. Yep, Absolutely. there's a lot of things. that There's a lot of Absolutely. things that you can say, but there's right. only a few things you can experience. Right. And this is one of them. This is definitely one of them. All I'm saying is if I were a top point guard in this country and I had an opportunity to be coached by Kenny Anderson, oh, I would yeah, 100% yeah. You know take what? it. Yeah, and, and, and that'd be a very wise decision. We we may uh, we we may try to get him at the top of the game instead of at okay. the end because they may try to the, you know try you know, to get Coach, out of here. Coach Anderson is always welcome to absolutely to, to spit a few bars, man. It's always always good to talk to him. But again, tonight, I think I was talking to to Sugar Ray Robinson. I was yeah. saying I was saying I was saying Ray, I, I need you to get us twelve and and eight assists tonight, man. I need you to come out and be in your bag, do what you do. Right. I think point guard is one of the key elements, one of the key areas where, where we've had some inconsistency. Uh, Robinson's been the best point guard for, for OU this year. He has. Um, he comes off the bench, and he has an interesting role. Um, he, he he has a whole lot of uh, of M1 hot sauce to his game, but but I think to get to where we need to get, we're going to need him to play a good game tonight. I'm going to flip it to, to Carlin. Carlin has Coach Anderson, who, who graciously came on uh, when we covered the, the fist game versus our ambassadors in Nashville. And, and Carlin, who, who knows Coach Anderson, um, yeah. always a pleasure to have you on, on, on the show, sir. Yeah, 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 yeah. one look. So, uh, in true transparency, um, we are on the Oakwood broadcast, but right. Coach Anderson is my Anderson, guy. man. I mean, yeah, no, that's Kenny Anderson. We, we can make exceptions for Kenny Anderson. We don't have anyone that comes to Oakwood and played the league for Absolutely. 14 years. Absolutely. Absolutely. It's all right. Y'all calm right. down. All right, here we go. Uh, coach, conference play. Last time we talked, you was just getting the conference play. What What has that showed you about your team? Uh, we're inconsistent. You know, um, you know, one minute we play great basketball, the next we, we're not we're, we're not playing together. It's just... It's, it was just inconsistent, rebounding, playing defense, just, you know, everybody involved. The team concept, that's what I'm teaching these, these young men that I'm coaching. And I'm um, just trying to change the culture over at Fist. And uh, we're five and seven, so I'm hoping to come in this, uh, this building tonight. I know it's senior night for them, but we're trying to, we're trying to do better. We, we want to win tonight. What did you see from Oakwood last time you played that – you know, you guarding against this time or that you game plan for? Well, you know, um, everybody's dealing with the same thing, the inconsistency play. And, uh, 
they got a bunch of seniors, and we just got to come to play and realize, you know, our, our strengths and our weaknesses. And I think um, uh, Oakwood, we played the first game. It was up and down. We beat them. We beat them, I don't know about how many points, but it was up and down, and then they came on, but it was too late. We, we won the ball game, but it's different. They're playing at home, and it's their last game at home. It's senior night. So, you know, we up for it tonight, but it's going to be tough. All right, last question I have for you. It's more on a, like a higher level. I played against Rod Strickland once, right? I got torched, right? Understanding your level, I never thought that like he would end up being like a coach because it's tough. Yeah. Because th it's not the same ability that you were born and blessed with. Is that a tough transition for you to expect certain things from them, but knowing you could perform at a level that the, most of these kids will never get to? Yeah, I've dealt with that. And I've been, it's going in my third year now. So I dealt with that. So now I changed my whole demeanor of coaching on the NAI level, the Division II level. And I got I understand that better. My first two years, I didn't. It was killing me. I was going home, I was, it was killing me. Right, right. But now I get it. I get it. And I'm just here, you know, working these guys out. Uh, uh, playing is, is one thing, but giving life, life instructions, what I've been through in life, I can help them. They can graduate and, and move on. But just, you know, but I had to learn, and I'm learning each day yeah. as a coach. So I'm learning more and more each day about my players and stuff like that. But, you know, now I change my whole demeanor. Yeah. Well, thank you, Coach, for, uh, for that time, man. So much, we coach. look forward to more years of you coaching, yeah. and good luck down the road. Right. Good luck All tonight. Right. Y'all go take that L. Live from the Paragon 7 Studios, you are listening to the Lance J Radio Network. Paragon, Paragon 7. This is James Lewis, host of the Lance Day Radio Network HealthCast series. When I was a quality executive, I spent many years working with Episource on chart retrieval, coding, and their analytics platform. This is the time of year where health plans are focused on their final push for risk adjustment to close out 2021 dates of service. Identify HCC gaps. Stratify at both the member and provider level with Episource analysts. Episource combines intelligent technology and a team with many years of subject matter expertise. For a demonstration request, go to www.episource.com. Rampage, the first lieutenant of the Universal Flipmo Squad. For those that's listening to this, Lance is a genius. He put a moving office in a G-Fizzle, in a G-Wagon. All my ballers, all my millionaires, all my trillionaires, all my entrepreneurs. Understand, this man went from hair to hear in the G Fizzle, and he put a moving digital studio right. inside of a G Wagon. James Lewis. Who believes in themselves? That's independent. You are listening to the Lance J Radio Network. It's electric, made extraordinary. Ingenuity in motion. It listens, learns, adapts, and anticipates your every need with intelligence that feels anything but artificial. 
the EQS for Mercedes-Benz. It's the car electric has been waiting for. It's time to switch to T-Mobile. Right now, pay zero cost when you do. Keep your number and keep your phone. We'll even pay it off. Only at T-Mobile, the leader in 5G.